Welcome to Bound by Books. I am one of your hosts, Danielle Bannister. I also write under Danny Bannister. I write contemporary romance, sweet and suspenseful and sexy. And I'm joined today by one of my co-hosts, Sherry Hey, Sherry, tell us what you write. Hey, Danielle. I, my name is Sherry Hayes, and I write steamy contemporary adult romance and BDSM erotic romance. So if you're looking for some steam, you could head Got all way. your bedroom needs covered. Fictional. We, bedroom we got all the, covered. yes, fictional. All the fictional bedroom needs. Yeah, I don't want to be in your bedroom. I'm sorry. You can keep your bedroom right. all That's to right. yourself. That's right. So happy new year, first and foremost, yes, you know, happy new year. The, the, the new year has always filled with a lot of potential to get mm-hmm. things right. It's a fresh start. It's yes. uh, it's a reset button. It's the reboot. All of our laptops have needed <laughs> time to clear the cache and just, you know, do all the things. And so, yes. Today's sort of podcast is sort of about that. It's sort of how to tackle this sort of year. And one way that you can do that as a writer is to plan for your writing year. And since you and I are the planners of the group, more so than any of the other, yes, I'm I'm not quite to your level of planning. But I yeah, but today we but, can sort of talk about, you know, yes. how each of us as as self-proclaimed planners plan out our writing year, however detailed or vague it might be. And yes. perhaps those, you know, listening, watching can go, you know what, I can do something like that, or ooh, I want to mm-hmm. try that. So it's just a yeah. you know, here's what we it's do. Ki- it's kind of like the writing process in general. There is no one right way to write a story and there is really no one right way to plan uh to write that story and um so we're gonna kind of just give you a couple of options a couple ideas maybe something will resonate how we approach things and then um yeah can you can run with it and kind of play and see what works for you so um and just for those of you who have been following the podcast for a long time you probably know that danielle is the planner of our group she whenever we need something planned out she's it and you I just, have just put it in her lap and let her plan it out she has this <laughs> spreadsheets of all of our podcasts of when everything's being recorded and when it's going live and who it is it's yeah She's got it all planned out. It's color coded and everything on an Excel spreadsheet. So she's she's got it. She's got it covered. I'm single, um, so I have a lot of free time. I mean, that's really all I'll say. Is, right. So know. yeah. And Marianne is like, she's she's getting her toes wet. She got her toes wet on the planning end last year. Yeah. Uh we Danielle like kind of drug her into it a little bit. Um we did. And uh, so she's still experimenting with her process. Yeah. Um, and then Tina is just, she, she has a plan. She's more but, of a vague, yeah. But a she's vague. a really vague, like she knows like in this but she month, also gets I'm going done. to write stuff. Yes. She also gets it done. So like, I mean, you yeah. can be like a vague planner, but as long as you're, you know, achieving mm-hmm. the goals that you want to do, 
it works, right? There, if if yeah. you're if you get if you're checking off the things, you know that mm-hmm. you need to get done, then your plan, yeah. however chaotic it might be, mm-hmm. works. And it, I think that's what it really comes down to, though, is does the plan actually accomplish what you want to accomplish? If if you are a vague planner and you get to the end of the year and you're like, where did the year go? I got nothing I wanted to get done accomplished. Then maybe you need to go back and look at how you're approaching your planning. Maybe vague planning doesn't work for you. Maybe you need a more concrete plan so that you can execute it better. Um, but that's that's an individual thing. All of us Absolutely. work. My plan is vaguer than Danielle's because my schedule is a lot more chaotic. The right. same with Tina. Tina's right. schedule is because she has, um, she even though Danielle has a full time job outside of writing, she does have set hours. Mm-hmm. So she knows that during these hours every day five days a week she is working her day job and when she's not there she kind of knows I have set what times for my writing too right so i can she, schedule she, it right right whereas with me and tina because of um we are self-employed right outside of our writing um our lives get we kind of we can have a plan right all well and good but like business happens, needs you you go there yeah exactly so we have to have a little more flexibility in our writing schedules sure Sure. um but we still do to some extent have writing schedules tina just happens to cram hers all in you know small chunks organized chaos i think she's got like an organized chaos system going on there's nothing wrong with that you know to each own but again i'm curious because you are sort of that uh it's harder to sort of plan what mm-hmm. what is your plan like how do you approach your writing year are you looking at like you know what these are the projects that I'd like to do for the year and then you kind of assume it'll get done or how how do you approach your year well I approach my year um honestly one project at a time so I cannot, I mean, I have a really vague outline for the year. Uh, and the closer it gets to the current time frame, the more specific that is. So I have I have kind of laid out my whole 2023 as to what I would like to accomplish and roughly when I would like to get each project done. Yeah. However, I also have a, and I don't have, I didn't bring it with me because this is my big, so I have a big planner. Let me talk, if you're watching the YouTube, you can see my planner, sorry. I have a big planner that I do six months at a time because I actually, I think we've talked about this last year. I do my planning. My planner actually is a day-by-day planner. Day so, by day. Sorry. So I have unlike um unlike a lot of planners, which I know Danielle, yours is a weekly, weekly planner, yep. if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. Weekly, yep. And so, you know, you divide yours by week. I actually have a a individual day set aside where I have a whole page in my planner that I can break down my day. Mm-hmm. And that that really I found works for me best 
because my days are all so different. So I sit down again, I break things down so specifically because I have my year kind of really vague. And then I have my month, which is a little more specific. And then I have every Sunday I sit down and I plan out my week, which again is a little more specific than the month. But then every night I sit down before I end my day and I plan out the next day. And that that one, that schedule is very specific. Sometimes, I mean, that that has times and I want to try to spend this amount. I, you Are know, you this doing is how personal kind of tasks as well as yes. writing tasks? So you're, 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 you're covering all the bases in one planner. It has, it has everything that you're doing for that day. It, well, yes and no, because it has all of my, I guess, general stuff. But then I have a second planner. <laughs> yes, I know. I have a second planner. Which actually, and I'm going to show you one of this. If for those of you like you, so you can kind of see it. I don't know if you can kind of see yep. that, but it actually details what this is. My marketing calendar. So now this is in this is in a weekly format, but this lays out. Okay, I'm posting on Facebook this day, and what I'm posting, like what am I posting on Facebook on Monday? What am I posting on Facebook on Tuesday? You know, when am I posting hard to know, like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to do something and post mm -hmm. something to Facebook and you might write down, oh, post to Facebook, but what, what, what are you posting? But what am Take I posting? Out. Take the guesswork right. out. And I'm I do... changing the banner today. I'm, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I, so I do that. I do that uh, calendar every Sunday as well. So Sundays are kind of my big plan days yeah. for the week. An admin day. Yeah. You kind of sort of need an admin day to take care yeah. of that kind of stuff because they run away from you, those tasks. You really, really do. But that's kind of how I break it down because again, and that allows me because it's easier for me to think, to know, okay, tomorrow it's going to be a busy work day like for my outside of my author business. So I can't schedule a whole lot of writing stuff, right. author business during that same day or vice versa. Maybe it's it's a light business day. right? And so I'm like, okay, I can get all this stuff done and I can have, I'll have this block of time here and this block of time there and I can just do all this stuff. But I don't necessarily know that days in advance, right? Which is why I, I kind which of, which is why a daily schedules. planner is which probably is ideal for your situation. And that you know, planners right. are very individual. Sometimes people will yes. say, "Oh, I've tried a planner and it doesn't work." Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that type of planner just doesn't work for you. It you took really me a while a to, to find. find. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really did. It took, and I know you're the same way. Yeah. You have a specific type of planner, a specific I like planner it, that I you... like it laid out in a certain way, and yeah, yep, that yeah. works for you. And I, it took me probably five years to find this planner that I do and I've used it for the last three years and I love it and it is the only planner that I have found and I have looked at tons of them that works for me I like the layout it gives me plenty of space yep. um it costs a lot of money let me tell you that well it if really you're only does buying it every six months you got your 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 yes. sink of that money down twice but if it keeps you on task and mm -hmm. it keeps you organized worth it <laughs> yeah it's about um it costs about 75 dollars for a six-month six planner months, yeah. 
Yeah. So it's an expensive planner, but again, I've tried other, I believe me, I have, I've tried to go the cheaper route and find yeah. something else that I can use and I end up not using it yeah. and that I'm not as productive. So I really had to weigh the fact of, is it worth me spending sure. Sure. the money to get something that actually works for me? Right. Or trying to save a little money and then it literally just sits on the shelf and it doesn't, it just collects dust because it doesn't work for me. Right. So that's, ex so why don't you share yours? Cause like I said, yours is very different than mine. I know that. I, so. I have a few more steps. Mine is a seven step process. Oh gosh. <laughs> See, and I thought mine was complicated. But step one is get a planner, right? It, okay. It's, you know, get yourself some sort of planning system, whether that's a paper planner, whether that's a, you know, mm -hmm. a, a, an e-planner, you need some place to write down your goals because you're not going to remember them. You're not going to know that you've right. done the things that you need to do. You're going to lose track. So find mm -hmm. a planner. Step one is easy. Get a planner. You can get those anywhere. Just get well, a You planner. know, it's not though. We just talked about that. <laughs> Finding a good planner is not always easy. I, didn't, so. I said a planner. I didn't say a good a one planner. or no planner. Okay, just a okay. planner. A, a planner. planner will work. <laughs> and ideally get a planner that has um, a full year um, scope somewhere. Usually in the back of every planner, there'll be a full year that you can mm -hmm. look at because step two is looking at the full calendar year and looking at okay what days months am I not going to want to release a book in? what mm -hmm. you know it's my birthday I don't want to release on this weekend it's you know the holiday season I don't want to release this weekend it's summer I'm going on a cruise don't release this week and sort of cross out the 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 months or the days that are like, no, no, don't, don't release anywhere near fair. If it's near an election, maybe don't do an election because nobody's looking at books. So, you know, thinking about things like that, not just stuff that's within your own personal life, but what's going on in the greater world. Right. That, you know, maybe I don't want to release. Right. You got to take those things into consideration. You got to take those into consideration. So then, you know, step three is, well, now you've seen what, what days aren't viable, what days or months are viable what 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 are a typical you know a release day so if you're releasing only one book a year you can look at it and go all right here's the month I think that I would like to release it in or if mm -hmm. you're somebody like me who's doing four releases a year what months mm -hmm. are you know do I think realistically right work right so now you've got at least the month maybe not the day but you have the month or months that you want to release in right so that's that's step three. That's easy. Um, and uh, oh, maybe that's step four. No, that's step. No, that was step four. To cross out, crossing out was step three, and then finding the days is step four. Uh, step five is the hardest step, and I think a lot of um, authors sort of drop the ball on this one. It's looking at your turnaround times. How long does it take me to write a draft? How many drafts do I normally write? How long does it take my editor to book me? You know, do they need three months to book out? Do they need a week? Same with your cover designer. Can you book them right away? Or do you need to get on their schedule months in advance? Right. Am I going to do an ARC copy for this? If so, they're going to need the book maybe a month before it goes live. So now my, my due date is a month earlier. And so once you know sort of, what all of your turnaround times are, you know, it takes me about six months to write a book or it takes me, you know, a year. You have to know roughly 
how long things take so that you can work backwards from it. So if, you know, you know that it's going to mm-hmm. take you four months start to finish to, to finish a book, but you've set yourself up for a February release, that's probably not going to work. You're probably not going to make your goal. You're probably not going to do it. So if you know how long it takes you to do something in pencil using a, I use a, just a generic, you know, map out of, of a year and, Mm -hmm. and then I can just write down, okay, August, I want to release here. And so I know counting backwards, I need to have my final draft here. And if my final, if my third draft takes me two months, I need to make sure I'm starting my third draft here. So I'm working backwards from that release date that's it's counting that you have a a schedule that you can count on yes and it's and it takes time to know how Mm -hmm. long it takes you to write something so you know when you're first starting out give yourself more time than you think you're gonna need if you don't really know for sure maybe four releases in a year isn't something you strive for if that if you've never Mm -hmm. done that before Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure if you've only yeah. ever published once a year, yeah. push yourself maybe to two and see on paper, can you do it? Yeah, and then see if they, paper, I, yeah, I have, I have noticed in, on the whole, and this is not just writers, but creatives on the whole tend to be overly optimistic yeah. as yeah. to the time frame that it takes to produce a product you have to be realistic (laughs) if you want your writing goals to come to fruition you have to be realistic with yourself if Mm -hmm. if it really does take you six months to write a first draft be honest with yourself so that you're not Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for failure right well you're also not being you're also building if you're honest with yourself you can be honest with your readers yeah and you want to be as honest with your readers as possible because that helps build trust and yes. the more trust that you can build in your readership absolutely the more likely they are going to stick with you yeah. for the long term yeah. yeah um you know i i was told years ago that if i didn't publish you know four books a year that I wouldn't, that, you know, people would just stop buying my books. They'd, they'd forget about you. Yeah. They'd yeah. forget about me. Yeah. Um, But I'm lucky if I, I mean, two books a year is, is big for That's me. a heavy lift for you. Yeah. Yes, because it is. You're very, very busy. Right. So, um, you know, but I still have, you know, a healthy newsletter list. Yeah. I still, you have healthy sales. Yeah, yeah. My, you know, my sales are, you know, I don't, you know, my sales aren't like astronomical anything, and they probably would be better if I was releasing more books in a year, Right. but I still have steady, constant sales. Um, every day. Yeah. I mean, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't have a sale or right. two or five or 15. But your readers have come but... to expect that when you do put out a book, it's going to be a good book and they're going mm-hmm. to enjoy it and they're going to enjoy the content. So, you know, maybe they don't mm-hmm. mind waiting that year right. for your book because, you know, they know that it's going to be good. Right. So, right. Right. So quality does matter if, especially yeah. oh, if you're not, especially if you're not releasing a lot. Right. If you're the the less I would say quality of your book, 
is going to increase exponentially if you're not releasing books quickly. Like yeah. the longer between your releases, the the really the better your book quality has to be. And that's not to say it needs to be like a New York Times bestseller or anything. Right. But it needs to be have good pacing it needs to be a good story it needs to be edited well it needs to have a good cover um so you know all those things do matter um and they matter in my opinion more so you know between longer releases so yeah and and that's that i mean those the things that you mentioned the the cover and the the you know the story those are like you know, getting your editor, getting a copy editor, th- those are all part of your planning mm-hmm. year to make sure that you have one carved out the time for these designers. Mm-hmm. But, and here's the other piece that I think a lot of authors forget about the budget. Are you going to have oh, the gosh, yes. to pay for the editor and the cover designer when you need them? <laughs> because you might be saying, oh yeah, we're, we're ready for the cover designer, but then like, oh, I'm not going to have any money yet because I haven't had a release for what, you know, whatever at X, Y, or Z. So that's something to factor in as well yeah. in the planning is budget wise. Am I going to have the resources I need to market the book, pay for the designer, pay for the coach, you know? And so you've got to mm-hmm. be realistic with that too, because yeah. again, you're going to set yourself up for failure and we want you to have a successful writing. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, there are so many things that go into planning out your new year, and budget is one of them because you, you have to and budget not only with releases but with the actual marketing of those books as well. Because how often are you going? Are you going to run Facebook ads? Are you going to BookBub ads? Amazon ads? Are you going to do, you know, strive for a BookBub or feature deal? Are you going to? run free booksy or you know whatever that may yeah, be. and any of that stuff is it going to bump your newsletter you know numbers up and then now you're going to have to be mm-hmm. paying for higher you know so it's it's all it's so many moving pieces yes it really is which yes. is why january when you're planning it can be, for the upcoming year can be so stressful um you you really do have to break it down and have a system. And the thing is, is the good thing is, is once you figure out your system in a system that works for you, yeah. it is less stressful because yeah. then you, like you were saying, you have that seven point yeah. plan as to how you approach right. that. And I'm sure you have a similar system to how you approach really everything, not just yeah. your book releases, but all the aspects of your yearly planning. And so once you have that structure in place as to what you do, it makes it so much easier because you just follow the steps. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if you can, if you can figure out sort of your monthly goals in a year, then you're, you're just taking that monthly goal and you're going to your planner and say, oh, these are the things that I need to do in January. Okay. Now what days in January am I going to do the things in that monthly goal? So if you're meeting your daily goals, you're meeting your monthly goals. And if you're meeting your monthly goals, you're meeting your yearly goals, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all a matter of working backwards. It seems counterintuitive, but if you know where you're going, you can map out how to get there. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, for a lot of things, you really do have to work backwards. It's just in general as to how 
you want to accomplish any anything, let's just say, okay, not, you know, not book related, say that you want to lose 20 pounds in this, this year, you, you can't just say, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds and just hope that in December you were 20 pounds lighter. Right. You have to go, okay, well, how do I break that down? Okay. It, to lose 20 pounds, that's how many pounds per month I need to lose. And then it's like, okay, what am I going to do in order to facilitate that goal in each month? So, you know, are you going to maybe start eating better in January and then maybe going for a, you know, walking every day in February and then doing something else, adding some other healthy habit to your list. And as you do those little things, you're not only working towards achieving that long-term goal, you're just overall setting yourself up for success. And you're not going to show up in December and be like, where did the whole year go? Right, right. And and that's that's so, that's it. It's it's those long-term goals and we are such a, a an instant gratification mm-hmm. sort of species, especially lately. We we want results and we want them now. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it's really those small micro moves, those small things that you're you're doing on a daily basis that are inching you toward your goal, working in the background that you don't even realize how far you're you're coming because it's smaller tasks every day. And, and like you said, I work a full-time job. So if I'm going to be releasing four books in a year, I need to know exactly what needs to happen Mm -hmm. on what day. And I need to make sure that I'm scheduling at least one day off a week of ketchup. Uh, Every, every week, there's at least one day that I have a ketchup because I might screw up something or whatever. And then I have an admin day so that you know, in theory, I have sort of two days that I could catch up writing wise, but one day I like to sort of like give my brain off in terms of needing to be creative. You know, I'll just do the mm-hmm. administrative, use the other side of the brain. But if I need to, I have two days that that can play as catch up. Right. Yeah, I I try to um, when I was sitting down to do my my goals for this things. Again, trying to, because I take every year I try to get better at it. I take what worked the previous year and continue doing that. And then what didn't work, I try to find something else that will work. Yeah. Or, okay, think about why didn't it work? Right. And then adjusting it as needed. And this, what one of the things that did work for me last year um, that then got like off the rails for various reasons was me getting up at five, five thirty in the morning to try to write. And I was doing really, really well you were, I remember. for a while. And it just things just what we we ended up getting pulled to help my mom um, with her business and it that's in the evening. And so we weren't getting home until late and it was throwing off my sleep cycle and all of that. So this year I am trying to re-implement my, my early morning writing schedule. So, but in order to do that, that means I have to go to bed at like nine 30 at night. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I write in the I write in the morning too before I log in. No. And yeah, it means going to bed early and being disciplined in that way and making sure I'm doing all the things that I need to do because I do it like an hour before I log into work. So I need to be mm-hmm. ready and good to go for work 
so that I can just stop writing after my power hour is over and switch gears and 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 go on to that. And and that's something too that in terms of like trying to figure out your your goal setting, some people will will really be like, I'm going to set a word count goal, right? And mm-hmm. then, you know, this is my word count goal. For me, I hated a word count goal. I tried that for, uh, I tried that for a while and I hated it. I was very anxious about it. And mm. so I, I realized a word count goal isn't for me, but maybe a chapter goal is for me, or maybe a time goal is for me. Like I have mm. this much time, I'm going to use it. And whatever I get done in this time, I'm going to call that a win, right? So yeah, you got to find something that works. See, and I'm a word count girl. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are. It's a great way to sort of manage your time. If you know that you want to write a 60,000 word manuscript, you can easily calculate, oh, I have, you know, one month to do it. This is how many words I need to write a day to do it. It's a great way to do time Mm -hmm. management just for me personally. It, yeah. it, it doesn't work for you. I yeah. I yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't work for you. So, you know, it, again, it find what works for you because it, it, there's no, I mean, you can see by just the two of us, you know, we both wide range our planner, you know, we're both planners. We both have extensive planners that we yep. utilize every day, yep. but we utilize them differently to achieve our goals. So, um, it's just finding what works for you. It really is. And it's, it's, there, there's just no one way. Um, there just isn't. So in, in the last few minutes that we have here of our recording time, uh, what would, what would the first, the thing, it, like if you had one piece of advice to give somebody that wanted to, to start planning out their writing year, what, what would you tell them to do? Like do this first. First, I would, um, first I would make a list a small list I I would say you should pick okay this is I actually I'm gonna steal this from somebody else because I I was watching this last year and I thought it was really good so she made a list of personal and professional categories so she did um like health and fitness was one category. She did finances in one category. She did, um, I think it was like her home in another category and business in another category. So anyway, she had like five to seven categories. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she picked one yearly goal for each category. One, sit, one. So she ended up having like five to seven goals, which is honestly, I know one goal per category doesn't sound like a lot, but when you say there's like five to seven goals, that's a lot of goals for those things. And then she took those and broke them down between. But I would say first, if I don't overwhelm yourself, I guess is is the bottom line there. Don't overwhelm yourself because if you sit there and be like, okay, for my business goal, I want to write 10 books and then I want to go to 12 conferences and then I want to do this, you know, basically making like 10 goals mm-hmm. of out in that one category, you're, you're either going to 
accomplish one or two and the rest of them are just going to fall away or you may not even get any of them accomplished because you're so scattered on everything else that you you know trying to get everything that you don't actually accomplish much of anything yeah so what about you what would be your you know, step one, get a planner. You know, you can't start <laughs> your planning year without something to write it down, right? You need some way to sort of mark your success path. And so if it takes you a while to find a planner that works for you or one you think might work for you, then take that time, invest that time in yourself and in your career so that you can start making your goals happen. And if you, you know, need the list of the seven things, we can put those down in the description box and mm-hmm. or you can just be like, all right, I, I know roughly mm-hmm. one book that I want to do. I'm going to start planning to make it happen. Now, Daniel, the, the, um, that grid that you have yep. for the months, yep. is that something that you would be willing to share on oh, our website? Yeah. yeah, Just something I made. Yeah. It's- Okay, that'd be great. So if you're interested in checking it out, Daniel yep. will put it on the, our website and the link to the website is in the description. Yep. Uh, it's in every it's the description of every podcast yes. episode. So if, if you're interested in checking it out and downloading it to utilize it in your yearly planning for your release of your books, there you go. That will, that will help you. That's right. Well, next week we will have a, an all new subject. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. Remember that, remember that like, you know, only doing one step at a time. That's, right. that's, See, right. that's like a, it's like a week that, off. That's next week's I'm, problem. We, we already solved it, but I don't need to remember it. Cause it's next yeah. Week's we plan. go back to the Sherry doesn't, <laughs> uh, doesn't think more too much farther than a day ahead. Right, so a right. week is like, We've Way planned for it, but, for you me. know, whatever it is. I don't know. It'll be fun and exciting. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week. Yeah, tune in next week uh, for more Bound by Books. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bound by Books podcast. For more information about the show and all of our hosts, visit our website at www.boundbybookspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.